The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it, this is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell, a block away from heaven That corner ain't 15 minutes, it move a seven What's good, TSF Entertainment Podcast fans? This is your boy, the Juggernaut of Souls. And I'm with the crew, and we're about to discuss the Power Episode 12. He always wins. What's up, fam? What's What's going on? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. I got a three-day weekend. I'm good to go. Can't wait. I know that we got some things to talk about, and I already know everybody is not happy because Paz got this episode. But I think it was good for the storytelling. I, I think it, it helped um, it helped bridge a lot of gaps that was out there. You ain't bridge no damn gap. <laughs> ain't bridge shit. Sarah, I have no idea why the fuck they did that. They could have rolled this in with sacks, killed both their asses, and moved on. I agree with that. I agree with this. So that means Paz will get drugged a little bit in this episode. Sorry, Paz fans, but she will get who, drugged a little who bit. Who was a fan of Paz? That's why be, the episode was stupid. It might be a few Paz people out there that fuck with Paz. I mean, you know. She had more. She, bored, she had five lines the whole five years as this show went on. <laughs> Her biggest support of the show is dead, and that's Angela. Yeah. Right. I mean, she had five Line Angela, too much. leave him. Angela, he's, he's no good, right? He's yeah. no good. Angela, when you're sending us some money, that was it. Those <laughs> were her three lines. That was it. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so she only had five damn, lines. damn, boss. I'm sorry, did I do? I'm sorry. All right, somehow or another, I got elected to moderate. So, I mean, narrate. What am I doing? Hosting, what am I doing? What's it called? Well, I guess narrating. Yeah, you're narrating. You're, <laughs> you're the showrunner for the night. I'm the showrunner for the... Oh, shit. They put me in charge. So, Boss. we started this episode of... This is episode um, 612, He Always Wins, which was corny. But okay, we're going to let them have it. Um, we start this episode off. We see Pause is dreaming, right? And that what we started off with Pause dreaming. She's still grieving um, Angela's death. Um... And she's kind of reliving the whole running into the hospital, finding out she's dead, goes there with her blood on his on him and that, that whole thing. But when she wakes up, we see that, you know, her life is sort of what life is like for her after Angela's death. The father had to be kicked out of the nursing home and he's now like in her living room. Her son's not in college. Um, and she still is very angry over what she perceives as an injustice because ghosts are still walking the streets. Then 
insult to injury, the news report comes on, and it's that same news report that announces Ghost is now going to be running for lieutenant governor. Pick it up from there, fellas. All right. So for me, um, I, I, we definitely could have done without that scene, but I guess we had to. Uh, we had to see that she's still traumatized by the fact that her sister's being murdered. And I mean, I get it. She's grieving and I mean, mm-hmm. this is torn her life upside down. She's upside yeah. down now trying to figure out how to take care of her father. Mm-hmm. She got a son there at home sleeping on the couch or whatever. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is not the life that she's used to, but we we didn't see what her life was like before, but right. <laughs> we're left to yeah. assume that she right. Well, we... <laughs> We know what her life was like. Angie was taking care of her. <laughs> right. Right, because she was like a manicurist or something. So, I mean, no disrespect to people, you know, to manicures, but we know she wasn't making the kind of money that afforded her, you know, take have a kid in college, a, a father in a nursing home type lifestyle. You know what I mean? But we see right. this episode just ignites her anger. Her anger. So when she saw that announcement, she just, she just started back on her witch hunt again to try to get right. ghosts um, locked up for Angela's murder. And prior to what we learned in this episode, you know, everybody was telling her like, "Yo, he didn't do it," but she's convinced in her mind that he's evil and that he's he, delusional. She he, hallucinating. Yeah, she really was. That nightmare was her reality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. nightmare was her reality. In her eyes, Ghost is the root cause of all her problems right, right now. And she wants him to pay for it. So Right. Right. But she but she's barking up the wrong tree, obviously. You know, that's that's not the hidden right there, but I don't know. This episode just kinda threw me in a loop. Even in the beginning where, you know, the blood was covered and everything and she was reliving it and it just kind of just started this whole angry path for her to just nail ghosts and uh, we're going to get into how I think she was wrong on multiple occasions as we travel <laughs> these episodes. <laughs> All right, Juggernaut, what you got? Um, I mean, I pretty much agree with you guys. I mean, shit, she's delusional. She's still walking around thinking that, hell, Ghost did it and I mean, honestly, I wanted her to pop fucking sacks for a fucking line, but he 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 had to come. Now to I'll be honest with so, you, I would have been okay. I would have been okay with like there's a couple of storylines I would have been okay with if bringing Paz in. If Paz had killed Sacks, then I would have been cool with her having a storyline. And yes, that that needed to have happened because especially uh, I, we hadn't got to that scene yet, but especially when she rolls up at the U.S. Attorney's office. And uh, she finds out that Sachs was fired for um, botching the investigation. Like, I just knew she was going to go over there and spray him. <laughs> like, I just, I mean. <laughs> Especially I just... since she seemed to know where he lived. Because he clearly is in the yellow pages or something that, you know, that she know where the man lived. But whatever. Well, she was, let's just face it. She was a human of... GPS in this episode. I mean, she was a human I GPS. Mean, she showed up but, at everybody's house. But that was the worst kept secret, period. Because everybody seemed to know where. Sacks live. I mean, I don't know how yeah. that happened, but you Trey know. know where he live. Everybody know where. Everybody know what new. Everybody know what Tasha new shit is. Uh, there for too. real, right? Okay, we'll get to that. Okay, so, um, so the first thing we kind of see is Paz loses her mind when she hears about that, and she heads down to the um, you know, the the federal prosecutor's office looking for Sacks. Of course, and we already kind of talked about the fact that she gets down there, and she realized, and that's when she's told that Sacks got fired, and Warner. That's the first conversation we kind of see with her and Warner 
where he kind of pulls her aside um, and, and talks to her um, about um, they sort of form an alliance at that point, sort of, you know, um, and they try to come up with a plan to try to figure out how they're going to get ghosts because she's, of course, pissed off about the fact that Sax, you know, it's kind of odd that this was their first interaction, especially seen in previous episodes where you know Angela was down into the office clearing out Angela's office and everything. You would think that she would have ran into Warner, but I guess she had put all her at faith. some yeah, point. I guess she had put all her faith in Sax. Um, mm. And now at this point, now that she's learned he's been fired, I guess she's going you know up the chain of command now to try to see if she can escalate this issue of getting ghosts. But let's talk about how Warner was on a custom security guard. Now. Warner was out there like, right, the right. Out. Well, <laughs> how the fuck did he get in? Right, because he, they should have. He should have got. They should have got cussed out. Because how did he get in? Come on now. Jeez. Warner wouldn't have that. Yeah, That's I mean, we already sort of had. We entity. already sort of talked about that, but any type of entity where, come on now, you got to revoke his badge. You got to revoke his parking pass. You got to revoke all that shit. You get nothing. And he you should know, have been but, escorted out by security. The same but right. I let him in. Exactly. <laughs> right. The people that let exactly. right, yeah. the people that let him in should have been the I mean the people, yeah. And you they were what? sitting there like they were so over it, like whatever. Like I, I don't know. like the dialogue created between Warner and um and Paz. You know, I just think that we didn't need a whole episode for that dialogue to happen. But I did like the dialogue between um between Warner and Paz. It should have happened earlier. Um, and we didn't. We definitely need a whole episode to do it, but it definitely needed to to happen, you know. Which you know puts pies in the wire, but that's neither here nor there either. We, so, we get to that too. So after she learns, well, I'm trying to think. So after she learned that um, sex is fire, she left, right? And went over to his. That's place. when she went right. That's when she yeah. went to Saxon's house. Yeah, that's when she went. And to his that's place. when I mean, the only in my opinion, the most important thing that came out of that conversation was that Sax finally told her Ghost didn't do it. Yeah, he told her about the autopsy. At that point, she, at that point, she should have pulled that motherfucker Beretta and hit him twice in his. Well, shot. it 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 shows you just how much faith she put <laughs> into him because he was like, "You told me that you were gonna get him arrested, so you know she was banking on this. She was banking on yeah. this. Yeah. He's gonna bag him up for this, and you know he that's it. So yeah, she was very upset. She was very angry, and of course, Sax is trying to explain to her dumbass that look, the evidence doesn't support it. You know, there's nothing we can do about it, and. She she's off on her way again, man. She burned a whole take of gas in this episode. I'm trying to tell you, man. She, she did it. She was <laughs> she was doing planes, trains, and automobiles on this. So then we have all right. So then we see another wasted and unnecessary scene with Warner and Mock, where basically he didn't you know rolled up on Mock to try to figure out um, if he can um, get some inside scoop, some inside information on what was really going on with, with Saks because clearly he felt like he didn't have enough information. Now, I feel like that was wasted. I, I feel like there was no purpose in that at all. Unless it's going to come up later, there was no purpose in that scene at all. Especially since we hadn't seen him since he quit. Since he took the right. job in D.C. You know, he didn't show up for An- Angela's funeral. He didn't come back around when Donovan got killed. And those, and, and Saks and Tamika, those were the last people that he worked with in that office. So right. the fact that everyone else showed up for Angela's funeral except for him, why bring him back now? Like, right, right. We, had, we had already got because the fact that he had been wrote, written off, his character had been written off, that we weren't going to see him anymore. We weren't looking right. to see him anymore. So, and at this point, what can he add that they don't know? Like, what is what they have? 
they have sacks dead to rights. There's nothing that, that he can add that they don't already know. You know what I mean? I guess Warner was just trying to figure out a way to make sure he had an ironclad case. I guess I guess mm. it, it, essentially trying to prosecute uh, 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 AUSA is probably going to be very hard because he's going to have to prove that right. he operated, you know. I guess that's why they were so reluctant about arresting Angela because, you know, that was that would have been a very tough case for them to to win if they didn't have ironclad um, proof. So I guess his objective with trying to get Mark to flip was to have a witness. And, you know, it's just like Mark told him, well, look, I didn't witness him breaking any any laws or, or doing anything illegal. So, I mean, I can't help you. And I don't think that Mark would have wanted to help him anyway because him and Sax were somewhat kind of cool. You know, they fuck with each other a long way. And they at the end of the day, they both ran Proctor off the books. You know, they wasn't doing right with Proctor when they were trying to get him to flip and, you know, how he ran up on Lindsay, his wife that time. And it was like, you know, if you want want your kid. So, I mean, John Mark kind of colored outside of the lines, too. But, of course, we don't see him um, go overboard like how Blanca and Sachs did. And even with Andrew, right. but, you know, he did have his fair share of, you know, manipulating people into giving him information. But, yeah, I agree. That was a waste of scene. It, it was. was the same. I can, I don't I don't stand when a writer bring characters in for a brief moment of time and then take them out and then bring it and then try to reintroduce them to whatever it is that is going on. You know, with the episode they did this with the that little didn't girl. Push our that, story any further. They did this yeah. with the little girl with uh that Tyreek was rolling with. You know, selling drugs. Both of know, both of the little girls because even the one where was where what's going on with Proctor's daughter? Yeah, where that, is she? At? And that chip or you know that memory card or flash drive? That's gonna come out this week. I think that's gonna come out next week. On yeah, Sunday's I do so think that. I think that chip's coming out. So I, I just you know the whole Mox day. That's whatever. Another thing we didn't need. Yep, I agree. Yeah. So so then so then after that we see. Paz then leaves there, and then she goes and rolls up on Tasha. Um, now, something interesting. Okay, something interesting that happened in that scene because, again, to me, it was wasted. She basically was going to Tasha like, "Look, what are we going to do about ghosts?" And Tasha, now, was it this conversation, um, retro, where she makes a comment about kids, or was that the second conversation? That was the second time she ran back. Okay, all right, but I, I, I agree with you on that. That I think we're on to something with that. But I just couldn't figure out. I guess when I was watching the episode, I couldn't really figure out why she took her ass over there to begin with. Like this, how this did she know where she was? Let's just start there. How did she even know where the fuck Tasha lived? Maybe she followed her just like she was following yeah. ghosts. Everybody, everybody know what everybody know how to find the CEO of druggy daycare. For real, everybody know how to find the CEO of druggy daycare. Hey, but really right. in real life, if you Google some shit, you can find anything. I mean, okay. Nah, that's whatever. the whole house. Like, everybody know how. To, everybody know yeah. where the hole live at. Everybody know where the hole uh-uh, live at. You know that's what? The whole house. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> But you know it's like old the school. CEO of druggy daycare. Right. It's like it's like old and school. The CEO slow your legs always open. Shit. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the old school soap operas. I remember old school soap operas. Well, y'all probably didn't look at them, but everybody knew where everybody lived. Everybody had everybody's phone number. Like even enemies, you like they don't even like each other, but but you know they phone number. You know what I mean? So it's kind of that same concept where everybody knows where everybody lives. It, it's it's crazy to me because I was really sitting there like like Cheers, right? You want to go everywhere? Right. Somebody know your name? Like I didn't even see if Pa showed up at the penthouse. Like if if Tasha was still living in the penthouse, I would give her that. 
or but, called for a meetup. Or called right. for a meetup. It would have been even more realistic, just like the first time they met. If she would have called for a meetup, then we would have been right. like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You don't know where Tasha live at, but right. you're right. Or the even police, if, everybody roll up over Tasha's house. Right. Or even if when Tasha opened the door, she was like, all right, you call, but she acted like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here? Oh, yeah. Should be like, how do yeah, you know where Tasha I live? Gonna get some, when Tasha gonna get some motherfucking furniture, she got bro? Furniture? That Walmart-ass motherfucking uh, dining room. Table. I told y'all, she live in a hood house. I mean, come on now. She can't do much better <laughs> than what she's doing now. She got it from Big Lots, too. It come from uh, Walmart. She got her furniture from Big Lots. Let me stop dragging Tasha. No, I'll Tasha ass needs to be fucking dragged because I feel like she up to something shaky. She, she's a little shaky. Hell yeah. She, she's her, shaky. She your ratchet wig. Ratchet her, wig. Because her and Tariq kill ghosts. But anyway, so... Right. Nah, right. I, don't think, I don't think Tariq had nothing to do nah, with it. Nah, they involved. They nah, involved. they did. But... They did. but the the whole thing is, I'm still trying to figure out what did she take her ass over there for? Your sister had an affair with her husband, and you run into her for help, right? And like, then you sitting there like sympathy you did you think you were going to guard her from Tasha, right? And you wanted the sympathy, and Tasha was like, "Yo, you were sleeping with a whole man. Yo, your sister was sleeping with like let's not forget your sister was sleeping with a whole married man, like who happened to be my husband. Like, come on now, and tore our family completely apart." Not halfway, but completely apart. Like, okay. we lost a child behind all this. My other okay. child's out here trying to s- sell drugs. Trying to be like, Nino Brown. Like, I'm living in this shithole. Like, all my money gone. <laughs> my hair looks fucked up. I ain't got my designer clothes on no more. I'm shopping at Fashion Nova. And you standing here asking me for help? Bitch, I need help. Like, if she do, I mean, she's about okay. as destitute as um, Posse is. Shit, she needs some benefits. Which I mean, no more. They wouldn't take them clothes back at the store. <laughs> they wouldn't take them clothes back. They sure wouldn't take them clothes back. Keisha said, "You look like you need help." <laughs> Child, then Keisha, Keisha did that. Keisha was like, mm, "How the tables have turned." <laughs> <laughs> you need some help, Tasha. You need to hold something. <laughs> right. Like, you need. You need right. So at all right. So she leaves there now. Okay, y'all gonna have to help because it was so much running around. Is this but what she told Paz that, that she, um ghosts always win? She told told him that. Yeah, right? I think that I, I think that was the moment she was like, "Ghost, well, he always wins." Yeah, he I, always. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it was. Okay, so then she leaves there. And that's that was when corny. She, it, was it was corny. Well, it was corny every time they said it because remember a couple of people said it. Mm-hmm. So they left there, and then that's when she either she already had the gun or she went and got the gun, and that's when she was following ghosts. No, did she go that's back? Not when it no, was? I think she went back to the um Warner's office. Is that she what went, look? See the crazy part about it? She she had skates on because she went back and forth, That's back and I'm forth saying, to the same did. people. Child. <laughs> but you know why they had to do that? Because she didn't have no interaction with any other characters on the show, so she had to go see these same ones over and over thus, again. Thus, going back to the fact that she didn't need her own damn episode, like that. That just proved the point that she didn't need her own. Yeah, episode. I I think for real, for real, she no, she might have did go get the gun. Yeah, because she stole my uh, Tasha place, and she's like, "I'm gonna handle this shit myself." All right, Mita. Yeah, right, and that's she when she went and got the strap. She went and got the gun, and that was when that was like the the second time that her son was like, "You going to check on the money? Am I going back to school?" Because every time the son saw her, that was his only question. You got now the that, money? Am I going back to school? You got the money? Am I going back to school? That pissed me the fuck off. Oh, shit, that motherfucker needs ungrateful long. bitch. Like it didn't affect the uh, the matter is you know your mother is grieving you know your mother is having a hard time accepting the fact that her sister 
who's who's the family's breadwinner. We get that. But at the end of the day, this her whole sister dead and gone, murdered. And you have no sympathy for the fact that your aunt just got killed. All you worry about is her money. Like, it's get a job. Take your ass to fucking get a student loan or some bullshit. Like, I ain't never seen someone so happy to go to school. Right. Right. And my go thing is, financial aid, bitch. Right. Right, go do, right. go do what the rest of the rest of the grandma. Go get a damn student loan. Have that bitch calling you every month like they calling me. That's all I'm saying. Go do what I need. <laughs> go do what I need. When are you gonna pay us? Right. Man, he like, did say something to her because uh, remember the uh, the grandfather was giving her a hard time about the medicine. And uh, first thing his mama would do as soon as the door, uh, you heard anything about TT money? I'm like, for real? Are right. you serious? No, he was serious too. Dead ass. Dead ass. So okay, so now the only purpose the of that gun. scene, the only purpose of that scene was to show that part where Ghost was walking down the street and he felt like somebody was following him or watching him. So we know that that was Paz in the car that was watching him, right? Remember that that scene? Yep. Mm-hmm. Y'all had to bring you had to refresh my memory on that one myself. All right, yeah. so it was she realized she couldn't pull the trigger, and that was when she went back to Warner, I believe, and was yeah. like, and because that's when she was like, I, you know, I. Is that what she? No, because she talked to the son first before she said that she was going to um do something, but it was risky. So did she go to Warner first and then go back? See, it was so much back and forth. Yeah, I think she did. I think she did go to Warner first, and um, and she was basically like, "I got a piece of evidence that this is when she really started fucking up everything right here. This is when she really was on a path of no return when she carried her ass back down there." And Warner was like, "Shit, who is it now?" And then the security was like, "Well, shit, you told us she can come by anytime." You're like, well, I ain't beat that shit, though. Right, like, I didn't really. Shit, <laughs> right, I didn't. He said, um, that shit wasn't literal. Right, that was not. Crazy. That was not how I meant that. Like, y'all have totally misunderstood my invitation. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like security needs to be fired because they didn't just let anybody up in the federal building. I mean, <laughs> they <know>. right? <laughs> they act like I mean. Anyway, that's a child. So. I'm not sure. Okay, so we know she went back to Warner, and basically she was like, "Look, I have some information that can prove that James is guilty," and that's when she was going to let them exhume the body to get to the phone. And he told her, "This is risky. Are you sure?" Now, now look, I'm gonna let y'all say y'all piece, and then I'm gonna say my. I'm gonna let y'all say y'all piece first, though. But y'all tell me how y'all feel about that situation. Talking about the fire hose going back down there, um, trying to trying to get the uh the body exhumed so she can get the evidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was a goddamn dumb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my thing is, now I was I was fucking with Pause that episode where they buried Angela. I I was fucking with her the long way. She did that because she did what any family member would have done for their family member that they know probably was in the life or wasn't living their life right or had done something wrong. At that point, she didn't know whether or not her sister was, you know, caught up in this bullshit or not. All she knew that this is my sister. I love her. I'm going to protect her legacy. Like, this is what she worked for. She worked here nine years. Like, I'm not going to let her go out like that. Like, I, I, I fuck with her on that because that's how you should should have honored her legacy. But to go down here and knowing that you finna risk getting her money, you really didn't accomplish anything at all. You didn't get him locked up. You lost the benefits. So, like, you really didn't accomplish anything at all. So you really fucked yourself up. Dumbass him. Right. And my thing is, and, and, and honestly, my thing was, and y'all know how I feel about basic shit. 
that's like basic one-on-one self-preservation. There's absolutely no reason. There's no reason that you're going to convince me that this woman would sacrifice knowing how much her family needed that money, the, the, you know, how much they needed what the, her benefits Hence were going to bring them. to you to begin with. Hence right. why she left it to you to begin There's with. There's no reason in the world that you're going to convince me, or no way in the world, I should say, that you're going to convince me that they, that she made that decision and said, it's worth it, that I'm going to sacrifice everything that my family, you know, worked, that she worked for on a humble and then mind you, this was after she was told Jamie didn't pull the trigger, but in her mind, he's still responsible. He's still responsible. But and I'm still going to make him pay. It's no way in the world, because again, that's when you just use street justice. <laughs> you, don't, you don't do that. You just use street justice. Like, you don't dig up her fucking body for some... Man, that just was so unrealistic to she me. Get on the phone, like, call the Pookie. Hell. Get right. on the phone, call Pookie. Yeah, everybody got a Pookie in their family. Call some... <laughs> Shit, call somebody hell. Cause she definitely couldn't get out and do it her damn self. But she then the, the, but but she had confirmation. She had confirmation because Warner told her stupid ass that hey yo, if you do this, and he and the thing about it is though, to me, I the way I interpret it, he wasn't really even pressing her for the information. He kind of gave nope, her he a wasn't. choice. He kind of gave he her He kept a telling her, like, I don't even think he wanted it. Because I really don't yeah. think he wanted Angela exposed. I think he, because it, it kind of helped Sax's case, really. If Angela gets exposed as being dirty, it brings validity to a lot of what Sax was saying. And on top of that, it gives him a, 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 a what you call it, a negative uh, outlook yes. on the yes. Eastern District. Look yes. how much corruption has come out of this office, and yet here we go again with more corruption right. coming out of this office. So I guess you're right. It would have benefited him if it did stay uncovered, because he was like, you sure you want to do this? Because if you do, this is going to fuck up your sister's benefits, which I told y'all back in episode 10, her ass ain't had no fucking benefits. Y'all swear to God, she had some money. Nah, she had that. that uh, she ain't had no money. But um, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. well, dang. Tell us <laughs> how you had, really feel. She had no more fucking right. money. Tell us how you really feel. Well, yeah. y'all should listen to me the first time when I told y'all her ass was broke. Anyway, so <laughs> okay, so she they exhumed the body. They pulled, the which phone. that was unrealistic in itself. You don't There's get no a, a body exhumed in one hour. You don't right. That's even if the family is on board, <laughs> that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Even with the family and boy, and there's no criminal case. Like there were no charges for him. There was no reason for like who signed off on that warrant. Like what? Like come. Ugh. Well, I guess I guess um, what you call it signed off on him because you remember when the um, DNC wrote up on him, he said you signed off on an order. Yeah, but it doesn't body. happen that fast. Like it no, doesn't... but let's let's talk about how the state of New York ain't got no other cases to investigate. Clearly New not. York ain't got no other Clearly cases. Not. There's no other they got drug all dealer, their resources no tied up in this one case. All their resources, the 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 NYPD, the U.S. Attorney's Office, there. the FBI. God damn, they ain't got nobody else to prosecute in New York. They sitting there bored as hell, like car wash employees when it's raining outside. For real, because the minute they hear something about Jane St. Patrick, they all spring into action. Just like when, um, and let's just be honest, unless they had a detail. When you remember that episode where Dre and Ghost went over there to that girl house and Ghost gave her that yeah. money, and the FBI pulled as soon as um, Dre sent the text talking about, oh, he at the witness house, and a whole fucking detail of FBI agents pull up, like for real. On the real, so, they pulled up ready. Like they were right, right down the street. I mean, come on. This is, I mean, I get it. It's, it's a TV show. Bingo, yeah. we can finally catch his ass. Right. So. 
All right, so we know. I think we kind of out of order, but let's just go through the events because no, I, I can't we, sit here trying to figure we, this I think shit we're out. Pretty much on, on real after, real and then immediately yeah. after they exhume her body, the very next thing we see is them uh, going over the findings. It don't take it, it and it don't. They're not going to get no forensic results that quick. <laughs> off of those, off no cell phone, or even, or even them being able to look at the SIM card and stuff. Like all of that is a process. Yeah, all of that is a damn process. But the, and, but it showed what we already knew was that all it proved was that Angela was dirty. Like it didn't, it didn't implicate. And Tasha told her her her, her ass that it didn't. It, it didn't implicate that. anybody. Yeah, she knew that. So I don't even know why she even brought the whole subject of the cell phone up. She knew that from the beginning. That the cell phone didn't have anything to do with ghosts. That was not Ghost and Angie's way of communicating. And when Tasha was in possession of the phone, so how do you feel like any of it? And then she had the nerve to say, "Well, maybe he was using, maybe she was um, using it to text uh, my sister for for ghosts." Like, so you mean to tell me that his wife is going to sit here and text his mistress that's having an affair? <laughs> uh, okay, no this makes a lot of sense. She was just out of control she was she was, she was she was out of control the whole damn episode so all right so after that is that when she went back to tasha's house the second time well no i think no i think she went to tommy's spot uh, no, she, no she ain't got we ain't got tommy no that was no that too. was after that was oh god see i can't the order. No, that's when she got wired up. She got wired up because remember that's she told, what it was. Yeah. yeah, she told she told Warner. She told Warner what after they found out it was shit on the phone. She said, "Okay, well, wire me up. I'll get him to go confess. I'll yeah. get him to confess." Now, now what, what made, made her you think, think this man? Yeah, what made <laughs> her think point she, with that? Right, you have been cussing this dude out for three years. All his life, been right. telling him he ain't shit. <laughs> Once again, now she really didn't accomplish that. anything. Now you go. Now you're gonna go in there and needless, to say, right. needless to say, it didn't work. It didn't work. She took her ass down the truth. And that's the scene that we saw in Ghost's episode where she was down to the truth, giving him that fake apology about I'm sorry, I know it wasn't you, and whatever, clutching her little messenger's bag with her little gun in it that she don't pulled out about 20 times already. Again, how's this woman going all around town? With a loaded weapon, getting in the federal building, going down here to this, um, this place, going down here to that place with this gun, taking it in and out of her purse. Now she take her ass down to the truth. Ramona somewhere ear hustling. And then that's when, you know, she almost she almost had ghosts in. She almost had them wheeled in. I don't think he would have shared any details with her like she thought she was going to get. But right. at the end of the day, he thought they were having a decent conversation. He thought that they were having yeah, a moment of closure. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He thought they were having a moment. Yeah. Yeah, he thought they were having a moment of closure and until she started going off on him again about, tell me who killed my sister. And she really wanted to know that because Warner had told him, told her not to ask him anything about Angela. She don't ask her anything about she Angela. Did right. But that was just her urge. She couldn't resist. She couldn't re- resist that opportunity to ask him what happened to my sister? And I guess for her peace of mind, she need to know who killed her sister. Right. But what did you think about how, I mean, that scene pretty much went the way it happened. You, you could tell that whatchamacallit was uh, disgusted. Warner was disgusted. You remember Tasha called yeah. her phone while she was out there in the um, in truth. And then her son started blowing the phone up back to back. And I think the next scene of that, that's when uh, the, they were at the hospital. That's when she found the hospital. He was at the yeah. hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then her father's having the episode again. Her ungrateful ass, spoiled rotten son, don't fucked up everything and told daddy that Angela's dead. And I guess he had a stroke or I mean, what? What? What put him in the hospital? Um. Well, he when he, um he had a um he had a I guess it wasn't a stroke. Anxiety. It wasn't, yeah. It it, was anxiety. anxiety that's what it was. Yeah. It was yeah. an anxiety attack after finding out about um Angela, Angela. dying because they hadn't told him. They hadn't told him. So that was it. And so they okay, so now daddy's in the hospital, the son, whatever. So that's I think that's when she left and went to Tommy, I think. Because by no. that time she had exhausted everything, right? No. I don't think she uh uh I think she might have went back over. I think she no, she went to go get a paycheck. She went to go get a she went to go get a paycheck mm-hmm. and that's when she had to pay for the uh she had to pay for the uh the room. Yeah, she, she went to go pay. To yep, up. she left the hospital to go get a paycheck to pay for the hospital room, which I didn't know they made you pay for it by the night, like a hotel. But okay. <laughs> 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 so then that's when Blanca rolls oh up on her God. and tell her that look, the case is over. We can't do nothing with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And that's when she take her ass back over to Tasha's house, and um, Tasha pretty much tells her that look, he didn't do it. Walk away, like at least you didn't have no kids. At least Angela didn't have no kids with him. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. She said that, that like that's a that's a moment because remember, uh, Crystal, me and you talked about that offline. And that, and I'm like, right? That's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. We now again, I still think that's a wasted. I think that was a wasted opportunity for a great storyline because the way she said it, like you said, the way she said it made you think it was more to that comment. Like, there was an underlying... So I was like, well, wait a minute. Is Junior really Ghost's son? Like, is that really not... You know, is that Angela's that son? That would have been fucking crazy. Right, like, is that really Angela's son? And we're going to find out, like, in book two or something like that. Because that's that the way they so did that. Dope. That would have been a great storyline. A great storyline. It would have been a storyline. great storyline. And it would have been even... It would have been backstory for the prequel whenever they decided to do that. Because... We never got the well, they kind of vaguely touched on why Angela left so abruptly. This would have made everything this would have made everything more clear. Hey, Angela right. got pregnant. It was a brother, her family was, yeah, it was brought everything was for pregnant. a circle. Paz took the child in and raised it. They sent Angela off to school to get away from Jamie. Uh Paz raised this boy as her own. That's why Angela felt obligated to take care of the family. Exactly. This would have made like everything. that would have made that would have made so much about how Angela moved, especially when it came to ghosts and certain things. It just would have made it would have put a it, whole other spin on something, on some it stuff. Would've, you know? It, it would have made their Romeo and Juliet story bear fruit. We would have understood why she was circle. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. This my baby daddy. This father yep. of my child. And it would have put her in parallel with Tasha. It would have right. put her in parallel with Tasha because you know all the sacrifices Tasha made in sake of her children. Angela was making those same sacrifices in sake of her child. And guess what? Ghost didn't know it was his son. That would have made it just perfect. That, yeah. that that would have been crazy. That yeah. been so they they missed the opportunity on that. They need to let us up in that writers' room. They yeah, so that was in that writers' room. So they and so that was yeah, it definitely. And so I feel like they lost, they missed the opportunity with that. But then at that okay, so then she left, and then that's when she went to Tommy. Because that's when Angela. Because that uh, second conversation with Tasha was when they brought up the whole uh, Terry thing. And Tasha was like, yeah, that's not going to stick either. And she was like, dang, this dude gets away with everything. Like, he just 
you know, and I, I think she's like, I, I told she felt, you he always wins. Right. Yes, I think that's when she, right. I think that's when she felt so desperate that she went to Tommy and was like, Tommy, kill him. Like, I just, just kill this dude. You know what I'm saying? Was this when she was manic at his door? No, she wasn't manic. She just showed up. And Tommy like, what the fuck you doing over here? Like, right, and that's when Tommy like, you know right. Tommy right, and that's when right. How do you know where Tommy lives? And you were so desperate, like I mean, Tommy was so desperate to get rid of you. Tommy was gonna call the police on his damn stuff. Tommy was like, if you right, Tommy said there's... you come over here again, I'm calling the cops. I think there's a reason for that because Tommy barely let her in the door. I mean, barely let her in the door. You know, Tommy's usually not that type of person. He usually let company in. He's never really been one person to just have conversations at the door with people. Usually when somebody come over to the Tommy house, he let them, let them on up in his place or whatever. He usually goes to the kitchen, get something to drink or whatever the case may be. But when that crazy ass bitch put that gun in that buddy out that bag, he's like, yo, you got to get the fuck on the out of here, yo. Sis, you got to go. Right. Tommy. Well, I think you brought up a good I think you brought up a good point when you said that you know that body was up in there, and he still had Benny's body. Uh, I thought that was a good point. Tommy was hiding something. It was. It, it, it's pretty evident that Tommy was hiding something. Yeah. Uh, because he was. He was for him to make that comment about yo, you got to go, or I'm gonna call the police on you. We know that Tommy ain't talking to twelve, and we know we know that Tommy is not fearful of anything. But I right. think he did not want pause. I think for her sake. He did not want her to see Benny's body because that would have meant he would have to kill her too. Yeah, because you know, Tommy yep. don't leave no witnesses behind. No, so, he does not. He does not. And just going back to the episode, we never did see Tommy dispose of the body. And you know, Tommy always asks for help when it's time to get rid of the body. Just like when that dude shot up, uh, that Keisha shot up in her shop. She was like, "Yo, uh, we'll deal with this later." But for now, I need your help moving this body. So right. Benny was way bigger than Tommy. It's no way in the world Tommy would have drugged that body all the way out of his apartment in a rug, in a bag, or whatever. And his neighbors not see that. And so to me, I feel like Tommy was trying to figure out how to get rid of Benny's body. And it may it may prove to why he ended up moving out of the apartment completely. Because it would be much Man. easier to get a body out moving um your whole apartment with a U-Haul versus trying to figure out how to get that body out and, and into a little boxcar. Especially with BG dead, his crew's jammed up right now. Tommy ain't got no help. So I, I feel like it's, it's either Tommy is hiding in his body and was trying to get rid of it, or Tommy was on his way out to go take care of his business. And I think we'll right. see that in right. his perspective next week. I think we'll see that in his perspective what he was getting ready to do in that moment when she showed up. But I think after that, uh, Chris, she go back home. Ain't, ain't that when she go back home and she just threw? She just defeated. She just, like, I've, I've yeah, exhausted. She just, she just done. Yeah. And she passes out on the bed. She puts the gun on the on the dresser. She passes out on the bed. That's when Junior decides that he's going to take care of ghosts. Because if she tells him, she comes home and she tells him, look, it's over. I tried. She put the I, gun and the money. Yeah. On She's the, like, I um, lost everything. Right. She said, I dressing. tried. I gambled. There is no money. You're not going to college. It's a wrap. It's over. And <laughs> she just, she laid out across that bed. She done for. She cried herself to sleep. Right. Good crying. She did right. cry herself to sleep. And she then, had the candles burning for Angela and all that good shit. Yeah. Which that was sad. I mean, she had a little shrine in her house for her sister. That just tells me she she really loved her sister. That and... shit was unhealthy. I've lost a sibling. That shit was unhealthy. 
Like, I've lost a sibling, so I'm not trying to be insensitive, but that, like, you got candles burning in four or five rooms. Like, that was... She did. She needed she some really therapy. did. I saw that, too. Like, that was unhealthy. Like, that that was crazy. She she keeps reliving that moment. She, and yeah. We see that even at the beginning of the episode in the dream. She keeps reliving that moment of getting that call that her sister's been shot and killed or whatever. But um, and old boy gets the gun. They didn't show where he got the gun, but you know when she wakes up from the nap, um, he has the gun. But we do have a quick scene with uh, Warner and Blocker, where Blocker coming in and try to get Warner to sign off yeah. on that, that illegal statement that she got from right, Dre. Right. And he cussed her the fuck out and put her ass out, which he need to because right. she just out of control right now trying to win this case. And I'm just like, damn bitch, do you not have any cases at NYPD you need to be working on? Because you don't right, cause- real. It seemed to me like it seemed to me like once that case fell apart, she should have been back at NYPD anyway. Right, she should have been back at NYPD on on her normal job because exactly. right now this task force don't exist no more because there were only two people on the fucking task force and that was her and Sachs and he's been fired. <laughs> right. right, and y'all can't get no evidence to stick. They ain't never they ain't never recruit nobody else for that Shit, goddamn. They kill everybody. They get was... on the task force from Mike Sandoval yeah. to Greg Donovan. <laughs> Right, exactly. I don't want to work this task for somebody else back to I would okay. Like I'm good. I don't need this. I don't need this in my life. I don't need this kind of negativity. Y'all got too much going on in the Eastern District. I'm about to take my ass back. Right. I'm more uptown. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So then um at a so then we see um she 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 realizes the gun is gone. She rolls uh-uh, up on no, her. No, 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 no. no. This is an important scene, ma. Okay, remember well, after, uh, I, after well, he took uh, yeah, Blocker well. ass out, that's when that Scott guy rolled up on him from the DNC and told him that right. um, you just exhumed Angela's body. Why? That case is closed and it needs to stay yeah. closed. And he said, didn't he say something about ghosts in that scene too, right? Because at first he was basically, like, why did he, he said, Yeah, he did. He said he belongs to the DNC now. He said he. Like he's pro- basically, yeah, he's he protected. He's you can't touch him. Leave it alone. Stop let investigating it go. this case. Right. That's pretty like, much what he said in so many words. Like, right. He was like, you have political aspirations, so when you come knocking on the door, the DSC going to take care of you like we taking care of him. Like, just but let that shit go. So, what so. do you think motivated uh, Warner to do the opposite of what the Democratic Party told him not to? I didn't understand what, he, what was his motivation behind going right behind that man back and going there and get tampered to side off on that. And man, that judge is tired of y'all. That judge is so fucking tired of um, trying y'all cases. <laughs> okay. I got no more other judges in New York because that motherfucker don't try every fucking case on power. I'm like, God damn, that man at the cigar <laughs> bar trying to get his yak and a smoke on. Y'all don't run okay. up on him. Saxon rolled up on the man at the, um, at the sauna one time. Now this man out here trying to get him a little drink and a little smoke on and probably fuck. You know, he had a little young girl out there waiting on him, and y'all roll up on him trying to get him to sign some warrant. Like, damn, y'all leave this man alone. That's what you would think. I, I don't know. But what know. motivated him to do that, though? I don't know, other than him. Other than because him. Because um, Warner didn't seem to me obsessed with this case like everybody else is. Warner just but, seemed like. Yeah, it seemed know, like out of nowhere, he just became obsessed all of a sudden. Like, I don't know. Was it because of this pride that you won't tell me what I can and cannot do? I I run this shit around here. I'm I, I'm honcho around here, so you ain't finna tell me who I can and cannot prosecute. Is it is it, right. is, is it pride, or is it because he feel like okay, if 
this dude got the DNC coming and he's really got something to hide. This is really going to be a big case. This is going to make my career. I, maybe it's a combination of both. I right? don't know. I, I, I don't know because it seems to me like if he really, like we know how politics works. If he really did have aspirations, then he knows he's got to play the game. Like you, you had to know you were throwing away whatever it was you thought you yeah like I don't understand why you felt like it was worth it especially with the position that you already currently have you are a United States attorney okay even though it's for a shitty ass district at the end of the day you got a prestigious position already so it'd been very easy for you to cross on over to the other side when you got ready to move on into politics, you could have probably been a judge your goddamn self. All you mm-hmm. had to do was just play your part. But I guess for him, the truth right. was more than just winning. But um, I don't know whatever. that 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 whole thing. I mean, I understood the D. I understood the scene with the DNC basically letting us know like how how protected Ghost was at that point. But but him going against the DNC just did that didn't make sense to me. It but, didn't make sense. Yeah, you know, it, it it was what it was. So, all right. So then we have. Um, Did she happened? wake up? Oh, that's when she, she wake went, up. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when, when she, she woke up. up. Okay, mm-hmm. that's when she woke up, and she went and ran up on Junior, told Junior to go home, got the gun from him, and then and they, she they tussled back and forth with the gun, like. All right, somebody y'all finna get shot like Keisha did, like because remember she take the gun from him, put it back in her little messenger bag like she was delivering mail, <laughs> like she was a mail lady or some shit, and then he takes the gun back from her, put it back in his waist. She takes the gun back from him, go home, and then she starts off the truth, ain't it? Yeah, she goes to truth, and then yeah, because truth was right across again, the street. Truth ain't got no motherfucking security whatsoever. No metal detectors. This club don't got shot up 20 times. You don't got 15 people don't got killed in this club. And not only that, but even even if it didn't have any security regularly, you are hosting the potential next governor, the Senate governor. And it's a high-end political event, like black tie political event. There's no security. Right. Like she rolled up in there and regular first of all, she rolled up in street clothes. First she of wasn't all, she, she been stuck on a out guest list. Right. All, she, that's that's a private yeah. party. That's a that's private, a private party. That's that's she, a private party. She she couldn't have been on a guest list, number one. She wasn't dressed for the occasion, which means she stuck out like a sore stuck thumb. Out. Yep. She had a gun and she proceeded to pull the gun out and walk around the club twice with the gun. three right. times like she just walked around with the gun in her hand like like hey how y'all doing and like, looking fool and crazy and looking right. fool and crazy and nobody see this crazy ass lady just look stand out with this bubble jacket on that's standing here looking all wild and erratic and then I mean just like that scene with her in the bathroom I didn't understand why Ramona didn't dig into that situation like pause are you okay like this woman is clearly unraveled erratic, irrational, and just downright aggressive and angry, and you sit here and having this stupid-ass conversation with her in the bathroom about, oh, thank you for your apology to James, and just let me know what kind of a man he is. Like, she that digmatized over this dude that she didn't even see the potential that something is wrong with this situation. Like, anybody can stay with her. And she digmatized over dick she never had. Like, there's no dick. There, There was none. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I, it, it just, she, 
And that again, that's again, that's a whole scene that was unnecessary unless there's more to this whole Ramona situation than they, than we know yet. Because other Ooh, than that, there was no that, purpose that corny in that ass scene. They gave her too. That corny ass line He always went. Well, some people are some unstoppable. People are unstoppable. Yeah, like some people are just unstoppable. Right, like what? That was just again crazy. It was just ridiculous. The whole it was just crazy. So, so then she, oh god, I was exhausted thinking about everything that happened. So she she, wanders around the floor and then she comes to her own rationality that you know what she started thinking back on how everybody told her that um, Ghost didn't do it. Everybody told her. That walk away from this, you got your life, you know, you don't lost the benefits. Like at this point, killing him, you're still not gonna gain anything. So I think she finally realized that, you know, I'm finna fuck up the rest of my family. Like I'm finna go to jail because there was no way she would have gotten out of that situation right. by killing him right. in a room full of people. So you finna get locked the fuck up. So Junior really ain't gonna have no um tuition and Poppy <laughs> ain't gonna have nowhere to go now because Right. Uh, so Junior can't up. take care of him, yeah, you know. Right. So she I think she came to her own realization that I'm finna fuck what's left of my family up. Like mm-hmm. let me get my ass on back to the house. <laughs> right, let me get back to let the Let me crib. get back to the crib. Back to the crib. Right. So So then the next is the next thing will we see her go to go to Saks and say, I want my mm. family I, I mean I, you know, can you I just want I want Angela no, back in the she ground. She go see her daddy. Remember, that's when she go see oh, her daddy. She tell her daddy right. that I couldn't do it. I, I I tried, and then her daddy miraculously doesn't have dementia anymore. He has a moment of clarity, and tells her that you know he she's always had to try harder than Angela. She's always had to fight harder. She's always took care of everybody. That that's why they named her Paz because she's their peace. And I, right. I think that gave her a sense of peace because prior to that, he always referred to her as Angela. So I, you know that's got to be frustrating for her as well because she's constantly living in Angela's shadow. So right. I think that moment with her and her father is unnecessary as it was. It was it was supposed to be set for closure for us to know that she's at peace now with her family I situation. I never I didn't gave give. a fuck. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got in the bed with Poppy, you would have gave a fuck. I did not. I she needed to have got in the bed with her daddy for right. real because she needs some medication this episode. Right. And she was just exactly. she needs and, some Zoloft. Exactly. And in all fairness, <laughs> that is how that in all fairness, because I know somebody gonna have something to say. That is how dementia works. One minute they're clear, the next minute they don't remember. So let's be fair, because you know, somebody's gonna be like, That's how dementia works. We know, we know. Well, there's stages. Right. There, just like with Alzheimer's, there there's stages. And I, for her father, the way they have portrayed him so far, he's in a progressive stage. Right, right, right. Exactly. He's in a progressive stage where he doesn't even recognize family members. So, right. I just don't want nobody coming in and being like, "I mean, so it, no, no." We're educated no. over here yeah. at the TSF Entertainment Podcast. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to address it. I just wanted to address it. That's all. We're educated viewers over here at TSF Entertainment Podcast. Well, somebody Mm. say something. I just wanted to make sure we put put that that disclaimer out there. All right, but yeah, no, seriously. But but not not to diminish anybody with mental illness because at the end of the day, Alzheimer's dementia is mental a form of mental illness, and we do understand what what people go through in there for the sake of this right this show we're right. talking about the character not about the disorder itself 
But the thing about it is, though, he, he couldn't remember anything else. But God damn it, if he saw J-Dance, he remembered that. And, and, he remembered and that's that. something that's plagued his family, obviously. that is some. But why he didn't wild out at the funeral when he saw him at the funeral? And they just make it seem like, and, and for them to say that he didn't know that Angela was dead and he was at the funeral, that's just, that's unrealistic to me. But You know what? Right. I forgot about that. You know what? I forgot all about that part. Like, yeah. See, that's the shit I'm talking about. Anyway, so, um, all right, so. She go home. She go Okay, so, yeah, she goes home and she passes out again. And that's when they wake up the next day and find out that James St. Patrick has been shot and killed. Murdered, 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 murdered. Shut up. And um killed. Homicide. I said shot and killed. Slain. I said <laughs> you know what? 187. <laughs> Ooh, man. Victim. Unsolved homicide. Murder. Right. <laughs> He was murdered. Damn it. As in Damn it. Damn James, it. go St. Patrick, Jamie, James, whatever the fuck y'all want to call him, is dead. Gone from here. Okay. And in the words of Florida Evans, damn. damn. <laughs> so, right. So she was like, you know, he's dead. And, you know, of course she, yeah, she's pissed off because, you know, then she feel like he, nobody, you know, is never going to pay for what they did to Angela. Okay, so um, let's let's look at the clues that we got in that this news report because we got more in this news report than we did in Dre's episode. Because in Dre's episode, they just announced that he was spouse shot dead at the club, no witnesses. Okay, in this one, they were saying that uh he was found approximately at eleven forty five PM. I don't know why the time is important, but I feel like because they did mention time before, they're mentioning time now. Somewhere in the next episodes, eleven forty-five, eleven thirty, somewhere around that time, is going to give us a clue as to who could have done it. Because it just, it just didn't make sense to me. This whole the way they did this, I would have thought they would have given us a better send-off for James. If this is truly how they they're going to kill him, and we as the viewers have to find out through these news reports, is I I would have expected the the series antagonist and protagonist to have had a bigger reveal of his murder and I guess this is why he's got these five episodes but it just to me I feel like there's a clue in that time I don't know I might be stretching but um at this point we don't know like we we don't know what the right yes because some people think that he's faking his death and he's not dead some people think that he is dead like I don't confirmed it twice now so I don't know why what we're looking for oh shut up <laughs> but, <laughs> but then he she to goes back down okay. to the fucking USA attorney's office again. Warner has been fired now. At this point, Warner gets rolled up on by the DNC. Right. They told him, "Hey, you didn't listen to us. You finna get that phone call. Five, yep. four, three, two, three, two, one. Yep, you're fired. And you're fired. Get your shit. Get the fuck on hey, up out of here. All they showed was that man name getting unscrewed hey, from the wall. Damn." But you right. know what, serve his ass right for how he did. I don't like nobody playing on my phone. 
I don't like how he did. Um, I don't like nobody playing on my phone. You know, he threw his little, her little coffee mug in the trash can and everything. Talking about she down at them unemployment <laughs> office and shit. Right. Y'all know why I call her. I don't like nobody playing on my phone, right? Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, she forever be that character. I, Brenda, that was her name, Brenda. She forever, forever be Brenda for me. I don't like nobody playing on my phone. <laughs> Take that, you Jezebel. <laughs> you know I'm still gonna go look for that episode on YouTube. You know but, what? Uh, <laughs> this, this is when we see her run into Blanca in Dre's um, story. And this is where we see Spanky in there snitching and signing papers. And then that's when uh, she goes to talk to Blanca and she tells Blanca, look, I know I fucked up the benefits, but yo, I need some help getting my sister buried. Like, that's fucked up. They ain't put that lady back in the ground. And I'm I'm left to assume that Sax maybe paid for Angela to get reburied. Like, what was the purpose of him being there at the burial again? I don't know because, it, again, I, what you're saying, like the conclusion that you're drawing from what they showed us makes sense. But it doesn't make sense to me like they exhume the body and then they say, all right, you just got to figure out how to bury her back. Like, I, I've i never heard of no shit like that. I guess because at the time when her body was exhumed, remember, they use um, federal or government. What well, That's a governmental job, right? Yeah, gov- government. So I guess they use government funding to have her exhumed because normally when someone has a body exhumed, it's out of pocket. You have to pay that cost unless it's in conjunction with a homicide investigation and that the um, federal agency or FBI, whoever, exhumes the body, then they will be responsible for internment. But in this case, once she was exhumed and they found out that she was dirty, then she no longer was, I guess they were no longer obligated. That's what we're left to assume, that they were no longer obligated after they found out she was a dirty cop that they was no longer obligated to fulfill internment for her. So, because you know how they bury those folks with the flag and all that stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah I guess when she lost because, all her benefits. Yeah, when she lost all they her benefits. They just walked away like, man. They exhumed her. You saw all the FBI trucks and everybody else out there. Water was out there. Everybody else was out there. When they got ready to put her ass back in the ground, when nobody out there but her and Sack. They just walked there. They just walked away like, man, look, you put your own shit out. Right. You so, I, mean, I guess out. that's the only that's the only thing that I'm left to assume that that's what Sack was there for to do his final yeah. justice for Angela. Like, I owe her this much. You know, I fucked up her her career, her life, got her killed behind this bullshit. So, at least I can do is put her in the ground. They right. played the same song they played when they buried her, and they. Paul had the same <laughs> outfit on that she had when she buried her. And I'm like, why are we having another funeral for Angela again? So, and then when she's leaving the uh, burial site, that's when she gets the call from the lawyer's office to come down into the lawyer's office. She get down there, like, you would have to assume that he would have probably introduced himself as to who he was and why he was calling. Mm-hmm. So, she, if she didn't want no money from where well, then we, we learned that, uh, Ghosts, which this is unrealistic too, because you don't die the very next day you have a will reading, unless that's how your will is written that I want my assets immediately dispersed. But in reality, they don't work like that because your, your, your assets got to go through probate, and what that's like a 90 day process. They got to go through some, probate. I mean, that was the other thing that I said too. I was like, that just didn't, I mean, literally. Literally, they didn't even like a murder investigation. Like, if it were natural causes, then maybe. 
But in a murder investigation, like it just don't move. Shit like that just don't move that fast. And then he has so many assets. He's got three clubs, whatever he's got in those offshore bank accounts that uh, Tasha right. had, that forensic accounted to find. Right. What, whatever right. money he has. All of his, his property, ass- everything. Yeah. And he just bought the uh, Queen's Child Project site, whatever the case may be. Plus yeah. his holdings with Stern. There's no way in the world you would mean to tell me that his assets are free and clear for distribution. But somehow, some way, we see Kate Egan, drunk ass, crackhead ass, coming up out of the office happy as fuck. So, yeah. Ghost must have left her. Bang. Ghost yeah, I, I got to go back she and see happy. that. I, still did. I, I, I meant to go back because I still don't know how I missed that. But yeah, she comes out. She got a little something, something. Then Paz gets... Paws. Right, he paused. Mm-hmm. And now Paz took the son down there, which I don't know what her purpose... Like, I don't know what... Anyway, I'm not going to nitpick. Whatever. So especially when he wasn't even at the funeral with her, so that means she had to go back home and get him. Then right. go down to the lawyer office, spinning gas. She but knows she I ain't gonna nitpick. Driving Angela's car. Right. Uh, shout out to um um Jug on that because he pointed that out that Pa's been riding around in Angela's car like it's hers. Right. <laughs> right. Like it was hers. Right. Riding around, riding around that motherfucker. Like yeah, uh, pulling up. She, she put right. some miles on that damn charger because she was all over New York at that charger. Man, she sure was. <laughs> so that's when she realized that motherfucker still got the police lights on. Right. So she thinks that because she's basically um, Angie's heir or executor of her estate, that that's where that he left something. That's to why Angie. she was down there. Yeah. Right. But come to Let's... find out, he had updated his will and he left it to her. Now. Which I think that was his tribute to Angela. You know, go. I felt agree. responsible for for Angela and he knew what kind of shape Angela's family was in because remember he offered to pay for the funeral and she wouldn't let him. She said, I get in the grave with her before I let you away. You should have got on down there with her because at the end of the day you got <laughs> right. some money from her. But if she didn't want anything that he had to offer, what well, she took her ass down into the lawyer office for anyway. Right. Yep. So she didn't take the money. He was like, I, you know, you really should rethink it. And she was like, nah, I don't want nothing from that nigga. I don't want nothing. Well, she didn't call him a nigga, but I don't want nothing from his ass. Comes out the office and who she run dead smack into? Oh. Um, the CEO drug a And of course, Tasha was like, not only why are you here, but how the hell did you meet? I mean, how did you beat me here? Like, Nick, like what? And then she was like, well, no, initially she thought that she was there. To... He left Angela some money, didn't he? And she was like, no, he left it for me. And then she's like, but I didn't take it. And then check this. She checked. She she asked Tasha. She said, uh, did you kill him or did you do it? And she had a look about her. Now, argue with me if you she want said, to. take the money. Argue with me if you, you want take to. The money. She had a motherfucking right. look on her face with them damn... I told no, you. No, I agree. I, I agree with you Tasha on that. Tasha was going to have something to do yeah, with it. I, I agree you. with you on that. I agree that she had that... She had like a little smirk on her face. Like, yeah. she had, And then she told... And again, this is where we sort of disagree or I don't know if you ever saw it, whatever. But I feel like something happened. They cut out from that scene and next thing you know... She comes out of the office, and the little boy is like, well, he ain't a little boy, but he was like, so am I going to school? And she was like, yeah, we got the money. You're going to school. So I feel like something that Angela, I mean, that Tasha said to her convinced her to take that money. I don't know what, but I think that's going to be a conversation. We're going to see Tasha's side of it. 
Yeah, you might be she, right about that. Something you might she be right said about that. because she told the boy the night before, "Nah, he I was, fucked up the money. You're not going back to school." But then all of a sudden, she comes up out of there with Tasha, and he's like, "Am I going to school?" And she was like, "Yeah, Poppy, we got. Yeah, you going back to school?" So something she said to her convinced her to take that money. I don't know but, what it was. But, but I guess, I guess, I, and, and going back to what Tasha had told Paz when one of those times she ran up over to her house that. Angela saved my son, saved my family. Even so, part of me will always owe her. I guess now I owe you. So to me, right. it seems like Tasha somewhat be kind of look out for Paz because she pulled her to the side. She like, look, he did do it. Take the money. You need it. I want you to have it. He wanted you to have it. Angela right. would have wanted you to have it. And at the end of the day, Tommy did it. And I'm like. <laughs> You know what I just thought about? I promise you this just popped in my head. I'm not going to totally throw out our theory about the baby. And I'm going to tell you why. Because maybe the conversation that they had after they cut out was, I know who Junior is. Take the money. It's for him. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, mm. we just assumed that because it didn't come out that, Paz, that Junior is really Paz's son. We assumed it, but what if that's what she said? Like, look, I know who Junior is. The, the money's, money's for, for him. him. Yep. I'm following you on that. Something, I mean, it had to be something real powerful because she was adamant on not taking that money. But it had to be something real right. powerful for, God, him, for her to would, take the money. Oh, God, she wouldn't take nothing from that man. She would have been sleeping in the streets. Before she would have took that money. Yeah, because I still think Tasha meant something when she said, "Well, at least she didn't have any kids by him." Because I think maybe that was a test to see what Paz was going to say. Like I don't, I, maybe I'm just holding on to that because it's such a great storyline. I don't know, but in my mind, I was like, "What could she possibly have said to that woman to make her change her mind?" And that's the only thing I can think of is that the money. Because is going even with her, like, you're right. Because there's really nothing to be. Even it was really nothing. To make her more convinced to take the money by telling her that Tommy killed her, right. to me that 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 wasn't yeah that was that wasn't nothing to say. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take the money now because I learned Tommy killed her and Ghost didn't. Like that would right. that didn't make her feel better about the situation. Right, and even saying well, Tommy, I mean Ghost wanted you to have the money. Well, obviously he updated the will and left it to me. He obviously made a conscious decision to give me the, it wasn't I got it by default like he made a conscious decision but you decision know what we'll never get to see we'll never get to see Angela's perspective and I guess this is what this episode in, in theory was supposed to be in Angela's perspective but you never know what those last words to Ghost was in the ambulance on the way to the hospital when she was like Jamie you never know what those last words were Yeah, and, God, and maybe it was something with listen- that because remember, at, at at some point, let's be, let's be clear, Tasha and Ghost, yeah, they were married and they were a couple. But remember, Tasha and Ghost were business from day one. Tasha yep. was a block girl, and 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 Ghost was a corner boy. So they shared each other's secrets, like they knew each other. They knew each other, right. and I can definitely see him confiding something like that to Tasha in better days. And then for him to go down there and change his will three days after Angela died, like, what did you learn in those three days? 
Did you yeah. learn that Paz's son is really your son? Is that why you went to go try to pay for the funeral to begin with? Yeah. Like that's I, we're grasping at straws now. There's no yeah, way in the world are, the writing. There's yeah, no way are. in the world the writing is going to be this good. I mean, but well, God, that's true. Are we, hell no, that's true. Ain't, ain't been we are giving that's, them too much credit, aren't we? <laughs> we are giving them way too much for that. Ain't no way in the world of writers. They ain't that coked up over there in the writers' room to come up okay. with this good idea. All right, well maybe idea. we giving them. Maybe maybe that was a wish list, but I mean, it just popped in my like I said. I'm just trying to think of what could possibly have convinced Paz to take that damn money, but it might not be that deep. But you know, it is what it, it needs is. Need to be. It need to be because that's a good storyline. But then when she found out that goddamn Tommy, that bitch lost her mind again and pull a little magic gun, oh, yeah. a little magic oh, yeah. purse. She's like daughter explorer with her little backpack, <laughs> right? She goes her ass right back over there, Tommy, over this door. Mira, open this door. Right, and then she, she opened the man door like, dude, are you crazy? Like, you just gonna roll up in this man's house? Uninvited. Uninvited. <laughs> and think that... Because uh, the, the door is open. Right, the door was unlocked. Like, no, but she didn't know that until she turned the handle to see Right, that's what I'm saying. Was she was... Right. And you think I'm about to roll up in Tommy's apartment uninvited? And she already told him, the hood talk about you, so I know what you do. And you just gonna go, yeah. I'm finna go see shit. She will blast that nigga as soon as that door opens. She whoever opened that door, they were about to okay. And, and when <laughs> he walked in the cleaner door, lady. look, okay. it could have been a cleaner lady. She would have been dead gold because as soon okay. as that door opened, she would have blasted his ass. That bitch so, get in there, see that? <laughs> what is it, Marvin? M <laughs> <laughs> that bitch got in there, so that M-B. I mean, Marvin. you you could eat off them floors. I mean, it was crazy. Move yeah, in clean. That, that shit was moving clear. You know, like when the people come in and put your shit back together after you move out. Right. That's yeah, how that's what that was. was. Right. That shit was showroom ready. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Showroom ready. So, <laughs> so I don't want to talk about predictions because y'all are already tainted with y'all's predictions because y'all already have seen spoilers and red shit and whatever. So I don't want to know about the initial. I'm going to stick to my initial thoughts. Okay. And I'm gonna say that in next this week's episode, Sunday's episode, Benny is that I think we're gonna get answers about Benny's death. I think we're gonna see this this Debbie Mazar character. I think she's related to Benny in some way, shape, form, fashion, either a wife, yeah. a sister, a lover, agreed, an aunt, or she might be his something. She's yeah. she's she's connected to him. I think she's finna roll up on Tariq and be like, yo, how did you know to get my niece up out of here? Um, you know, Joe Proctor's daughter, how did you know to get her up out of there? I think that little girl. Yeah, will tell I think her the lock, is, lock I think the lock is definitely gonna come out. That's play. coming out. I think Lakeisha is coming out. I think Blanca is gonna have a conversation with Tommy to tell Tommy that it wasn't ghosts. Cause you remember uh when Sachs went over there and said something about uh did y'all search his hotel room and Warner was like, No, we got him on camera at Tate's place, so we know it wasn't him. So Tommy's gonna to get confirmation from something. But what I did think about that earring is coming back. Yeah, I I been said that. That earring is coming back. Now, either they gonna find the earring at the crime scene, and somehow, some way, I think Tom is gonna find out that Tasha killed her by the earring. That that's my thoughts. So that's got to be answered. Uh, Benny, like I said, Benny got to be answered. That locket got to be answered. Uh, who was shooting at them got to be answered. 
Mm-hmm. Spanky got to be answered. Like there is a lot of shit in that one episode for Tommy. So I feel like Tommy's episode is going to be action packed from five minutes in. Now, is it going to be longer? Are, are the episodes going to be longer? His need to be because we we got five different story arcs that need to be closed just yeah, for Tommy. His, yeah. his need. His need to be at least an hour and a half. Yeah. His needed to have been the last last one. I don't know why they beat him 13. He needed to be last. So, and, and where does Tate fall into this? Because Tate damn sure don't need a whole episode by himself. Where does Tate and Sachs fall into this? Are they going to share an episode and then the last one is going to be Tariq and Tasha? I don't know. They should. That, is that what y'all think it's going to be? I think it's going to be, it so be Tommy this week. And then the next week it'll be uh, Tate and Sachs. And then the last episode will be Tasha and Tariq. Now, if they're saving Tasha and Tariq for the last, so this is this is another reason why I don't think Tommy Kill goes. His episode wouldn't be thirteen if he was a killer, right? Because each episode they're eliminating suspects. So right now we we eliminated Paz. That's true. That's that's, that's true. That's true. So if Tommy is is this week's episode coming up, then we know that he's going to be eliminated as a suspect. That's true. Okay. the next two episodes wouldn't be about anything Well, I was, I was never... I've said from the beginning to read, so I'm not changing until I'm ruled wrong. I mean... And his mammy and his nappy head mammy is involved. Yeah, She's I agree. Involved. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, she definitely played a part in that shit. Alright, All right, well, I know that we got to be ready. I know that me and Crystal will be up tomorrow night we, watching that's, I was gonna say we less than twenty four hours away from getting some of the answers to these questions. So we finna get them. Me and Chris yeah. will get them. I don't know about we'll be up. We'll be, we'll up, be texting. up texting. We'll be up texting tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll be. Nah, I should be. I should be up at midnight watching. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. Well, well great group. episode. Great week. Uh, um, I guess sorry this is getting to y'all this. late. It um we we did the episode and then we had some some issues. So we apologize, but. We don't want to give y'all a bad quality. We wanted to get it right. So sorry That's it's right. late, but but life happens sometimes. So you know it is what it is. Better late than never. We are here. Yeah. Yeah, it here. is. All, All right. right. So you can find us on social media at TSF Entertainment Podcast. You can also email us at info at tsfentertainment.com. Exactly. And we want to hear what y'all have to say. So you know, email us. Um, you can leave voice right. You can leave voicemails on. Um, I mean, voice messages on Anchor if you use Anchor, right? Yeah, that's uh, correct. Restaurant? That's correct. All right, yep. we, all right. Well, we love to hear what y'all have to say, especially if y'all agree with me. Uh, you can find me um, only on send a- messages if you agree with me. Whatever you can. Find- <laughs> nah, seriously, we want to hear from you. Good. We want to hear from you guys. Exactly. You know, let um, us hear it. Make sure you give us a rating on iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts. We appreciate everyone who takes the time out to listen to our show, listen to our ridiculousness. This is <laughs> this is power the way we view it. And sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong, but we have fun enjoying the show that we all like to watch together. So uh, I'll close out my part by saying you can find me on social media at RetroCG. You can find me at ReallyBTV on YouTube. Um, you um you can also follow me on IG or Twitter. Um, really be underscore on YouTube. Well, really be yeah, TV. You can find me on IG Juggernaut underscore of underscore souls. YouTube coming soon. And the dinner souls. And the dinner souls. <laughs> Check me out on Facebook. Peace, y'all. Y'all have a good. All one. right. 
We out. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.